Hey, music lovers, the Cannamom Show podcast in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at lampkinguitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N-Guitars.com What's up? It is 3 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for tuning in to Cannabis Legalization News, where we explain marijuana laws so you can change them. Today, we're going to be talking about three policymakers who are just showing their whole ass to the whole world. Uh, let's see. We're also going to do an update about Mexico and Malta. And somebody in Detroit is suing Detroit for just some petty stuff. So let's just get right into it. Hey, Miggy. Yo. Hey, Tom. Oh. Black and white. I'm reporting from 1937. We have a breaking story that's come across the line for cannabis legalization news. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, everybody. Since it's 1937, we're going to say, I hope that you've turned up your radio as opposed to likes and subscribes. Uh, governor Ricketts, who I'm assuming was the appointed governor of Nebraska in 1937, says if you legalize marijuana, you're going to kill kids. What was the date of that article, Mindy? That was uh, March 14th, 2021. What? March 14th, 2021. Oh, that makes me angry. I mean, I understand when it's something that is just so wrong that you think it's from like 1937. But when it's from 2021 and it's a governor in a position of power saying that weed will kill your children, it is just a lie. It's the same type of lie we've been fighting against on this program. And thank you for joining us, by the way, uh, since 2019. Started what kind of 2019? corn fuckers are in charge of Nebraska, dude? Period. Uh, the, the balls. There's only one nut in Nebraska. You Yo. know, there's nothing. I mean, like, I would I would probably be fine going through life as a cat lawyer in Nebraska simply because they'd be like, well, at least he's not on weed. Yeah. And, and you're white. And I'm white. That also helps. This haircut probably doesn't. Let's see that haircut picture that uh, Governor Pete Ricketts is ro rocking. So Governor Pete Ricketts uh, gave a press conference. As you can see, he has adopted the Lex Luthor-esque. Uh, Seriously, uh, dude. Like, like, like evil incarnate is right. Like, yeah, stereotype right there. Right. And so, uh, Governor Pete Ricketts and other prohibitionists in Nebraska held a conference on Wednesday in the Capitol Rotunda just ahead of a unicameral hearing on medical marijuana legalization. MMJ is in front of Nebraska lawmakers for a fifth consecutive year, months after losing ballot approval in the 11th hour last fall, following a ruling by the Nebraska Supreme Court. Governor Ricketts said, if you legalize marijuana, you're going to kill your kids. That's what the data shows from around the country. Um, you know, that is the biggest lie that I've heard all day, simply because uh, children are not dying from cannabis. They aren't. If anything, uh, in legal cannabis states, children's schools are getting funded. Children have a, a harder time accessing cannabis, especially in states where the illicit market is allowed to participate in the uh, regulated market. So all those people that were because, you know, you know who doesn't card, right, Miggy? Oh, dealers. Drug dealers don't card. And so, like, when I see stuff like this and when I see stuff like the, the caps in Florida, when they say that this is about, you know, preventing our children, our children are going to have brain damage. And you're like, no, uh, you preventing the 10 percent uh, flower cap on THC for medical cannabis or for lawfully purchased cannabis just means 
that the dealer down the street can be like, you don't want those nuggets. I got the real THC in my nuggets right here. And because it's illegal, I'm not going to be carding to see whether or not you're over 21 or paying my taxes. But it'll still be a cash transaction. This is how you get spice outbreaks and other uh, outbreaks of bad drugs when, uh, you know, overall, you know, my 100% am about legalization, but it's also our harm reduction and how we treat just our perception of uh, of what it is like this is complete bullshit like complete idiot see like what the how are you shoveling stupid to your people and then still get reelected like how is this like 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 does does anybody even ask like hey where are the kids that are dying like like show me the data show me on the doll where marijuana touched you but let me uh, just continue to read some of his stuff, and I hope that I don't get too upset about it. Uh, so Governor Ricketts, we well, already said that Ricketts continued, marijuana has big impacts on people's cognitive abilities, changes their gray matter in the brain, damages their ability to be able to develop their cognitive abilities, to be able to think, to do well in school. This is something that's harming our young people, and it continues on through the workforce. So, uh, you know, I didn't use cannabis when I until I... I was in college. I've been a C student since I was four. And so I uh, no, I'm pretty sure maybe if I would have smoked weed when I was in high school, I would have done better. But but uh, no, probably not. Have you ever gone to school? It's exceedingly boring. The only people that do really, really well are the people that are like, oh, you listened to what the teacher said, kissed her ass a little bit and then did it. A plus. This kind of stupid does not do your constituents, doesn't do America any favors. Like, this is the kind of shit that. So, you're saying a guy who lives in a legal state, you or me, or anybody in legal states, deserves to still be behind bars because pandemonium has erupted. You know, this is. And then, not only that, you're saying in order to save the children, we need to keep it illegal so that the children can continue to access it through drug dealers, as opposed to. Uh, cannabis will no longer necessarily be something that drug dealers are stocking because people that can actually buy, sell and grow it uh, on a local level uh, and where it's licensed and where the purity uh, is uh, regulated. And then not only that, where they're like, I need to see your ID. Oh, I don't have my ID. Get out. Dude, safe access is, is about uh, uh you know, it's the the the, the plant itself being a, a good plant, like good product, good known product. And it's also about a safe place where you can pick it up. Like I go to the store and pick it up. Dude, yesterday I just went to uh, uh, stop by Have a Heart and I picked up this uh, uh, for my sponsor, Washington Budco. Thank you so much. So good. Um, so good. Dude, I've been smoking mids for so long. I forgot what good weed was like. And oh, my God, this is the champagne of weed. But anyways, uh, uh, you know, I went to the store yesterday and I had a long line and everybody was a good citizen. There was no cops, no raids like the, the, the kind of civility that happens when it's legal and people don't treat it like the fucked up, ignorant type shit that they're preaching in this. Like your kids. No, your kids are in trouble with the law. Because of this, the law is the, the the issue, not the plant. This is not, you know, this is ignorance 101. <laughs> you know? Ricketts, Ricketts said that the use of marijuana has a huge human toll, sharing examples of two fatalities he says were linked to ingested marijuana or THC. Let's see the death report on those two fatalities. Meanwhile, how many uh, people have died of the coronavirus in Nebraska or how many people have died of heart disease in Nebraska? How many people have died of alcohol poisoning or like uh, liver failure in Nebraska? How many people are dying of cheeseburgers in Nebraska? But for some reason, if you legalize weed, children are going to be the one who access it look so this like, is, that why, is that why alcohol is still illegal because then uh children would would uh, not be able to access or that children what would be able to access alcohol i mean like it just makes no sense what they're well, saying the same thinking as like you know in legal states they're trying to put limits on what's already out there but we got to think about the children are you fucking kidding me children don't go to the store you're not allowed in the store you gotta be 21 and over <laughs> so you and and you've you've robbed the weed dealer. And so now the weed dealer isn't necessarily going to be on the streets no more, especially if you regulate your plant correctly and you make it really, really easy for those growers to get licensed. So suddenly they're trying to go legit because they don't want to be looking behind them and see if everything's going to get shut down. They're going to take everything that they own. They would prefer to be legal themselves. Seriously. And then 
again, I don't know who's selling this weed to kids, but I do know that it's not the licensed operators. I mean, when, when you know, back in traditional days, you know, I don't ever recall being asked like, hey, uh, can you prove me who you are and what state or what uh, uh, idea is? You know, this is... <laughs> Uh, this is just dumb. This is dumb, and it's hurting. This 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 is the type of shit that hurts our society in a whole. Like, you know, I travel the bus, you know, to work every day. When I when I come in, I go through the city, and I, I don't know if you know it, but Seattle is a pretty big city, you know. And uh, we have a huge homeless problem, and a lot of these people freaked out. Like during the uh, uh what was it the, when we had the chop and and uh, all the. MAGA people are freaking out about like Antifa and, you know, we're this uh, uh, un uh, dystopian society. Well, the thing is, you know, we have a large homeless population of people living in tents, shit that I haven't seen in a long time. And it has nothing to do with legalization, but people point to this like acceptance of like, but part of the problem is how we view mental health and drug addiction. Like harm reduction is a hundred percent what we should be doing, not incarcerating and uh, uh, putting things on uh, prohibition. Like uh, Dr. Carl Hart, $30 billion out of the defense department's trillion dollar budget to help the fucking homeless people. Why, why do we do Maybe it's because we like seeing homeless people so we can judge them as being bad so that we can be like, you know, not that guy. I got some things going on. Uh, but it's just so mean and so stupid how we do this stuff. And so, like, you know, again, uh, the AMA, one of the organizations that Ricketts mentioned, quoted a January article about a Mississippi ballot initiative that said, while it's possible there may be beneficial medical uses of marijuana, numerous evidence based studies demonstrate that significant deleterious effects abound. And the article also notes that such measures put physicians at risk of criminal and civil liability. Now, the AMA is full of scientists, and they should be better than that because they should know that the reason why numerous deleterious effects abound is because those were the only studies that got funded. And they were trying to find any deleterious effect. And then one of the big risk factors is the risk of criminal and civil liability. That has nothing to do with the cannabis plant and everything to do with the legality and the scheduling of the cannabis plant. Agree. Yeah. This type of bullshit until it's over. So, you know, if, if you guys have not yet, I mean, like you're not you can't disrespect the office, but you can vote people out of office. You know, you can't you can, you can be polite but firm. And then, of course, then if you're a Trumper, you can just forget that America's a thing uh, and, and do whatever you want uh, until like, again, you get arrested, but don't recommend that, you know, you're not going to convince these people of this because they're already in belief of stuff that ain't real. You know, it, it is, this is, Oh my God, dude, this is why I smoke some good weed. Like this is why you need good weed to just to put up with this bullshit. This, this idiocy uh, that this guy is a representative of, of a group of people in America. And, and then he has a bunch of other people that agree with him that, you know, what studies are you guys looking at? Where are you? Why? Why is this such a thing for you to, to deny like prohibition doesn't work? Right. We, we've had how many billions devoted against uh, this plan? Well, maybe Howard Buffett. And because Warren Buffett's kid is crazy and he's an anti-prohibition guy and he's got billions of dollars. And so that's one of the reasons why uh, Macon and in, in, uh, not Detroit, the Detroit of Illinois, Decatur, uh, has had such a hard time in Illinois getting more licenses and opting in to allowing cannabis businesses is that Howard Buffett spends all this money on propaganda. And of course, like the picture of um, uh, Mr. Ricketts at the podium, he's at a Sam podium, smart Mm. approach marijuana, the most ironically named anti-marijuana organization in the free world. But and this is why we don't have nice things because these well and it's not us per se but like the assholes in government the people who are running the show the ones who are the authorities right like ones that uh, are stuck right here in 1957 you know where things were easier because you didn't have to really think you could just oppress people and believe in crap and then you know what didn't matter. You just had to make sure that you had a good haircut and you were white, especially a man. And then you could just tell people facts. Yeah. Yeah. Make shit up. Fucking. And that's the problem. Is like, so the AMA, they're like a roller coaster, too. And I think anything that is a 
entity in government is a roller coaster of this opinion on cannabis, like with the VA. You know, one year it's like, don't do it. Next year, it's like, okay, we're going to think about letting you guys do it. So you, it's okay. It's not a plant that's killed anybody. No one's proven anything. And then now it's like, don't do it again. People, it's not, this conversation is so more about wellness and social justice. That the, at the end, all game, everything that we preach about, this is the greatest hypocrisy we got going on right now. Oh, yeah. And the hypocrisy continues because Ricketts also cites the American Psychiatric Association, a dubious association in my book, if you ever see how antipsychotics work, mm-hmm. which PDF of its 2019 position statement on the matter posted online. Uh, and the document concludes with the APA does not endorse cannabis as medicine. The words danger or dangerous don't appear in the document. However, it does say in part policy and practice surrounding cannabis derived substances should not be altered until sufficient clinical evidence supports such changes. Well, that's effing impossible because of the way that the funding is currently set up. The only funding is for finding harm. There is no funding in for finding benefit because that would defeat the purpose of Schedule One THC. If you think about too a a psychological company, they're not there to help you get better. I mean, like the, the if they were, they would be promoting what would help, which is treatment and and and, and consultation. And you know, they, there's no magic fucking pill that makes anything better. Like whether it be uh, schizophrenia, I mean, it helps. But things with treatment need to be done like that's this is just pure fear mongering of taking care of yourself. You know, the endocannabinoid system, I'd imagine, you know, is entwined with your nervous system, your bone structure. Uh, yeah, seriously, to throw that freaking back into the pipe of the American Psychiatrics Association. Uh, so this endocannabinoid system that we discovered approximately 30 years ago and have done a lot of research on predominantly in Israel where it's more lawful to actually do research that's objective as opposed to trying to find the harm. Uh, Why isn't that enough? I mean, like we know that it's a biological system in our body. We know why it works. We know what it does. We know that it doesn't kill people. Now, does it, it, I'm not sitting there saying like we should give it to children. No, right. The stuff your home, it's, it's the, as, as Dr. Ethan Russo told us. And if you haven't seen that episode on cannabis legalization news, smash the likes, hit subscribe, and then search, uh, Ethan Russo cannabis legalization news on YouTube and you'll find it. And he does a great job explaining that this is the chief homeostatic regulation, regulation system on your body or in your body. Stuff doesn't usually get out of whack when you're a kid stuff starts yeah. getting out of your whack more and more as you get older more and more after you've seen enough uh, rotations around the sun where you're going to get injured or where you're going to get old or where you're going to have pain or where you know you might have um audio audio autoimmune diseases like uh crohn's or ibs or, or lupus or, or uh, so many other diseases that uh, your endocannabinoid system's out of whack on. And, and yeah. the only thing we clearly have is we have a governor of Nebraska that's suffering from uh, cannabinoid deficiency, and we all are paying the price for it. And by we all, I mean, like, I have to read this and get, like, so mad that suddenly I become Cyclops without his freaking visor. And then um, not only that, you know, those poor people in Nebraska that actually need access access safe access to their medicine what are they doing well they probably already moved yeah no i'm proud that i cursed not as much as i thought i was going to on this uh i mean really i was heated when i saw the topic i was like oh man oh. she's gonna be effing all the time i just keep rolling on to the next one i'll go back to 1937 hang on real cut uh, okay, so the, the next story is just as bad as the first story. Tennessee Republican wants to permanently bro- block recreational marijuana through state constitution in Tennessee. Man. And, and you, you, this, this one even is, gets worse, right? So uh, Representative Brandon Ogles uh, uh, of Franklin, Tennessee, received approval in the House Criminal Justice Subcommittee for House Joint Resolution 140, which would amend the state constitution to prohibit future general assemblies from permitting recreational drug use. Now, the hate and stupidity does not stop there. It goes on to the potential constitutional amendment would also prevent the state legislature from ever legalizing rape, human trafficking or prostitution without making any another change to the founding document. Like, how are you going to put rape and, 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 and prostitution in the same like the, the thinking here is not you're putting rape and pro, what was it prostitution yeah. all right 
one of those things is consensual. <laughs> and then uh, the one with the, the cannabis that you're putting in there, uh, there's no psychological dispute or there's no real psychological damage for adult use cannabis. But anyway, this is one of those things where I'm so angry and it's 420 somewhere that we can test the official position of the Department or the Ministry of Health of Japan. This should make me violent. Science. So violent that maybe I'll even have more burning eyes after this 420 bumper. Take <laughs> it was all a lie. Tell the minister of Japan that. It'll kick in, dude. I'm sure your anger will fucking... Well, no, as we continue on with this one, anger is going to continue on. Ahead of Wednesday's meeting... Yeah, Uggles amended the resolution he initially filed to also include the ban on legalization of recreational use of substance on the federal drug schedules list. The item first only pertained to sex crimes. I mean, come on, man. Do we... I mean... What kind of fucking stupid? Like, how are you going to ever, like, first off, why do you even need a bill for legal, like, to, we're going to stop to ever, like, we're going to make sure no one ever legalizes rape. Like, like was that ever an issue? Like, is ever- where is the legalization of rape uh, lobby that's like, you know what we need? We need to legalize that uh, rape. But this is that bullshit. We're like, I'm doing a good thing here. But at the same time, we got to get the weed people. Like, they're all the same right. people. Right. Yeah. Because there's there's two stops after marijuana. Uh, The first one is human trafficking and the second one is rape. You know, according to the Ministry of Japan, cannabis use makes you violent. Oh, man. Like the problem, the real problem with the, the laws are that they're so wrong that they like. We're not trying to get like censored by YouTube. We're trying to like say like, no, there's an endocannabinoid system. This is why medical marijuana actually works. Here's how these other things work. You really have nothing to fear about this plant. It's terribly overregulated. You guys are just causing yourself unnecessary harm because you believe in fat fantasy and lies. And remember, everybody in this country was fucking brought up to believe that Santa Claus is a real goddamn thing that brings you toys in order for your parents to be able to manipulate and control you. And then we're like shocked that our leaders are still feeding us lies and garbage so they can manipulate and control us. But that's the thing though, man, everybody's between the Santa Claus lies and the fucking, the government's here to help you lies. I mean, everybody's been swayed. The government has helped. Government's a little kind of like a wizard. Like the government is basically Santa Claus to a certain extent, especially in America. Shout out to Rob, man. Thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Um, love that. Love that show, Rob. CLTV and the Gromies, man. Hell yeah. And so um, I had a point. Most mostly, my point is um, sometimes when I read the news out of the South or Nebraska, I feel like it's. Before we had Technicolor, before we had science, facts, or even knew what the endocannabinoid system is. It's a very special time that makes me angry. But this is why flower states get a bad rep. This is why the flower states, when everybody thinks that you're, you know, uh, banjo, uh, I hear songs coming when I walk, ding, 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 ding. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you're being the stereotype. Stop being stupid, stupid. Just stop right. it. Stop. Oh. Stop hurting your people. Stop hurting America. I mean, essentially, all gays told the committee this will ensure we never have recreational drug use in the state because it's illegal to drink, I'm assuming, or smoke cigarettes in Tennessee. Uh, this will ensure that we never have recreational drug use in the state. I think it's a, very much an expression of the value system we have in the South in this state. Again, yeah, evidently you're not allowed to drink or smoke cigarettes in Tennessee or maybe not even have coffee. Where do we draw the line on drugs? Because like with this, unlike with coffee, I don't have to filter this through water to make an extraction. First off, it wouldn't work. If I was going to make an extraction from it, I would do it with uh, more of a polar solvent, you know, like an alcohol and or a a butter. Uh, However, um, then, sure, that's more of a drug. Coffee is more of a drug than cannabis flower. Cannabis flower is a plant. And again, the perception of drug use and how we interact with drugs and how we treat things, because like you're saying, it's a variety of things from coffee to heroin, right? Let's just, it's everything. It's sugar. 
you know, and if we can just learn the chemistry. Totally a drug. Let's all realize how much of a drug sugar is. You take the sugar cane. And then you got to process the crap out of the sugar cane so much so that you can strip out any plant material whatsoever. ever. And then you get what's the chemical composition? Of, I know it's carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and nitrogen because it's an organic molecule. But what uh, hey, uh, if you're watching out there and you know um, the chemical uh, symbol for uh, sugar uh, and that, that, that would be, of course, um, uh, sucrose, not uh, dextrose or, or fructose. Mm. Uh, we're we're going to go with uh, is, is glucose because glucose and and fructose put together is sucrose. That's sugar. Did you say fructose? We are yes. <laughs> this is what happens when cannabis legalization news get up, gets onto a tangent. We should have a tangent bumper. But the, the thing is, though, I mean, come on. This is the, the the bullshit with the the save the children and the recreational drugs. We'll never. We don't need this in our and not my backyard bullshit. Save the children. And so, like, if I'm going to be giving uh, their kind of BS lines, I should at least look like a cat. If I'm going to say, like, we need to make sure we have cannabis concentration limitations for our regulated cannabis markets for the children, I should look like a cat. If I if I'm telling uh, my voters, my elected representatives in uh, Nebraska, that the reason why medical cannabis should not come to Nebraska is because it kills children. I should look like a cat because you are in a freaking world of fantasy. It's not real. And you should be robbed of your reality if you're saying. It. <laughs> Dude, I, you know, <laughs> It's just hard to see that there's so much stupid out there. But at the same time, I know we have a lot of good people. And that's you know? the thing. Like, everybody's like, oh, this legalization is going to happen tomorrow. This legalization is going to happen tomorrow. And you and me. And then if you're joining us on Wednesday, you should hit them thumbs up, subscribe, and then tune in on Wednesday. We're going to talk about Tommy Chong and all the weed he smoked for the past 60 years. Um but that's a point of it, man. Like, you know, Chong probably thought it was going to be 10 years away 40 years ago. I oh. thought it was going to be five years away 10 years ago, you know, and, and then some people think it's going to be tomorrow this year. And it ain't because some people think that cannabis will kill kids. And not only do they think it, they have press conferences where they announce it as if it's a fact. And again, if it, the more act or whatever happens, if something happens, even though uh, what's the Shumu Churkov session where he talks about like it's always a priority for Democrats, like I'm not going to see, I'm not, gonna, I will be excited. We will go live the day of if something goes through a bill where they say, hey, like we did it with the more act originally, but I, I'm not holding my breath, man. Like this is not. You know, we've we've but we are. they've gotten everything off their plate, though. And so, like, I'm, yeah. I'm optimistic that the second half, because now we're getting into the 420 time. And so uh, after Wednesday, we're past um, uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day. And then it's the, the next holiday is really Easter and 420. And so I'm thinking that that's probably where they're going now that they've gotten the Senate. Uh, all of Washington's gotten the one point nine trillion dollar Corona relief package uh, signed, sealed and delivered on to the next one and maybe some of that next one's going to be that uh, cannabis package coming out of the senate you know we will be going as soon as we have details on that yeah no i just you know uh being that we're further than we were which is nice but again it's never far enough when people like lance glor hasn't seen his mom and his daughter personally in six years like how does that prosecutor because of a prosecutor that's wrong not even just, but not just the the prosecutor, but the visitation visits. Like, like he hasn't had access. Like, so that nut job in the the Buffalo guy, the when they the insurgency when that guy took over, that what? motherfucker got a in meeting with with the news people like the following day. Lance hasn't seen his mom or his daughter. His daughter graduated high school, uh, college, and uh, 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 like brilliant kid um, without her dad. Like prom, all this shit, all the life stuff. Like, she's got a dude. I mean, just life. Like, the, the government has taken away this man's life. And, and not just his, but many others. You know, women. This is fucked. You're a plant. And what does this plant do? Makes you Not better. Real. Well, again, it, it helps regulate your homeostasis levels. Yes. And so, like, uh, if you have things like... Think about anxiety or anything else or like, you know, pain, stuff where your your central nervous system kind of like uh, freaking out a little bit. 
that may be why your CB2 receptors are all over those types of areas in your body. And then that also may be why your CB1 receptors are very, very concentrated uh, in your brain, except not in your brain stem. And so like you're not going to stop breathing like you can with alcohol or opium or, or opioids. This is not an opinion. This is a biological fact based on thousands of dead people, tens of thousands of dead people. And how many of them were dead from marijuana? You know, it's, it's well, also- two, two people did get hit by a bale of it. And so they were like moving a couple of bales and, and oops. But that was a farming accident. That really wasn't. <laughs> that was but, you know, cool. like, you're, like you're saying, though, like it's 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 a stabilization of your body, like kind of like how you have centrum for women and centrum from old men for se- seniors. Right. Like there's Skywalker. <laughs> You know, there's, there's, there's Sky Master. This guy, Sky Master, excuse me. I mean, this thing, dude. I really tell the difference of really good weed. These are all top colas, and uh, I've been buying mids. Trophy cut, man, right at the top. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's that's good. I've been powering through in the ganji. Oh look at, hey, and I'll slowly now now let the see if you can get the autofocus going. Put it up a little bit higher in your eyes, and it might block off your face. Okay, uh, uh, there it is. And so this is what we're fighting for, everybody. I feel like we're on a USO show, but we're we're looking at pictures of weed, right? Oh, I mean, just the fact that this the people are serving time or this little amount right here, not even not even a gram, probably. Uh, it would put you in trouble, like in Tennessee. Like you, like as soon as you're in town, you drive through the the state line, your ass puckers, and you're going to be like, all right, if that one cop sees me because I'm too dark and decides to pull me over and happens to smell something, I'm fucked. Yeah, but let's get back to this moron who's in charge of Tennessee. Olga's name, or Olga's, uh, O-G-L-E-S, it's, uh, I think it's Norwegian for stupid. But uh, amending the state constitution is a years-long process. The legislature must approve a resolution with a proposed language in two separate general assemblies. Hopefully one is not run by you know, people who don't believe in science, uh, meaning it would need to be taken up by the legislatures in 2023 or 2024 session if it passes this section uh, or session. Hopefully then this means this was just grandstanding on the part of the governor. And the reason why you grandstand as a politician is because you're supposed to be solving problems. And all the problems were caused by all the politicians before you. And now you're going to be the only one that escapes this, this uh, causing of problems by politicians and, and fixes everything. So, missed, uh, uh, pardon? You missed the uh, the awesome statement here. Alglas also added that those longstanding Southern values were eroded in Virginia as a result of the recent legislation. Like, like what's a, these people with their values? Like, there's a guy in the floor the other day that said, I know that Black Lives Matter don't like traditional family. What the fuck are you talking about? We all have moms, dads, people we love. Like, what the, what kind of this bullshit? So, values? Yeah, what are values like we are not going to believe in science and we will oppress people? Is, is that one of the values? What are these, when you say values, it could be just a bouquet of freaking flowers, man. Well, what type of flowers? Are they daisies? You know, are they, uh, are they marigolds? Are they uh, dandelions? Or do you got something worthwhile for us? You know, like, you know, what are you, what are you saying these values are? Because values could be racism. You know, that's the value. Is that the value they want? Is because like the values against the South, it sounds like that, that they're really upset with because, you know, Virginia actually legalized. It sounds like the values they want are not believing in science and oppressing people because they can. That sounds like a really un-American value. I wouldn't be sad if he happened to walk outside and got throat punched, but, you know, whatever. No, no, no. You're not allowed to do that. He's an elected official. You have to respect the office. And that's why you vote him out of it, because he's clearly not qualified. (laughs) Damn right. I mean, he's preaching goddamn third grade like like who is your audience Wait, who what is the educational level for your constituents like i i feel sometimes sad like please tell me i, I not all of uh what messed up status is <laughs> not all of tennessee things like this i know they don't 
let's bring it home because uh, Governor Olga said that if you ever want to have a true discussion about medical marijuana, you have to truly solidify it. We'll never have recreation. The conversation will not even be had by a dozen or so conservative lawmakers in this chamber until we know without a doubt there's no recreational coming on its heels and the slippery slope is stopped, period. And so, like, um, that is just a catastrophe of a statement. Uh, And these catastrophes of statements are often made, but rarely this terrible. Uh, Because first off, it says, if you ever want to have a true discussion about medical marijuana, I don't know if this guy has the ability to have a true discussion about medical marijuana because it appears that he does not understand the endocannabinoid system. Otherwise, he would not have this tact. Uh, And then you have to truly solidify that we'll never have recreational. God forbid anybody in Tennessee would do anything they enjoy. Well, isn't Tennessee the home of like whiskey and like- and Nashville? Yeah. <laughs> just say, what, what? Where did it hurt you? Where did this little flower of a plant like? Did it jump out and get a bad day one day? I mean, like, what? How did this thing come at you one day? Like, how- you got to sl- stop a slippery slope because, like, giving people something that's an alternative to opioids, alcohol, cigarettes, uh, lots of other perhaps pharmaceutical drugs for sleep to uh, anxiety. What type of slippery slope are you trying to stop here? The slippery slope away from being uh, addicted to prescriptions and like, you know, not being able to get off of these prescriptions. Is that the slope you're trying to stop? Do you not want your people to be healthy? Well, isn't also Tennessee the place where uh, like the opioid pandemic like was a peak one stop with like all the focus of the doctors hustling pills and on all this stuff? Like, I believe big farmers got a big pool there like just uh, like in florida farmer, big pool in um indiana because i mean that's where like eli Lilly is but then where's pfizer located moderna mm. and all moderna. pretty sure pfizer moderna not in uh, the south i can know but it's still it's like you got poor populations that are easy manipulated you know that's 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 what i'm saying They're, people you are a commodity you know they, they your constituent is not looking at you as a, a, a somebody to want to be for your favor they're thinking you are an asset that I'm going to shovel this pill program for you. You know, this, this is ridiculous, man. Their websites yeah. anonymously send male genitalia shit candies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, just want to give a shout out to Jay Phoenix for throwing us fiver on this. You know, really appreciate that. I'm not necessarily saying that people should find out where the governor of Tennessee and or uh, Nebraska lives. But uh, if you would. Mail them a sack of gummy bears, perhaps. Um, there's that you could do, but you know it's not necessarily what you you may want to do. However, you have to realize it's at least sending a message. Yeah. Uh, when you're talking to people that have so checked out from reality, they believe that they may have lost the ability to enact sensible regulation to make the right decision when it comes to uh, appropriate policy on this because they have made a moral judgment. Uh, and that that really kind of relieves them of having to make a factual judgment. Well, and I think we have to, like, say, what, like with McConnell and, uh, uh, you know, their constituents re, 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 re-elected him, right? Like the man helped push the hemp thing through. But again, he's also a horrible human being. Like, how do we... Uh, manipulate the, the legislatures to benefit the the cannabis the cannabis policies, right? So, I, doesn't normal uh, grade uh, cons- uh, constituents whatnot? Uh, there's a lot of grading that goes on, you know. By um, uh, well, normal's not necessarily an NGO; they kind of are actually. But uh, these types of political organizations that are trying to rank uh, legislatures. Because I, I just say, you know, look at your local areas and and and, and see what you can do. You know, it, if you're not going to be the one to run against that person, you can at least always support the person running against them, the one that's going to be in your favor with, uh, you know, what you're what you want. Yeah. Well, uh, let's move on to the next piece of crap story that's coming out of the South. Uh, Florida House Committee approves THC limits for medical marijuana. 
So the bill aims to prevent medical marijuana from being treated as a recreational drug, but opponents argue there's no justification for the measure. Representative Spencer Roach likens what he's seeing now in the state's medical marijuana industry to the practices that precedes the opioid crisis. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? But hang Roach. on a second. This basically means that we now have a factual discrepancy with Mr. Roach. Now, first off, he's one of the most ironically named uh, senators in Florida that uh, Senator Roach uh, is against the medical marijuana. However, he's starting to conflate the opioid crisis crisis with cannabis. Now, to this is where the slippery slope actually is. To go down this means that you are not paying attention to the factual aspects of the substance and its effects on your body. And, mm. and that is the dangerous slippery slope. You see, he's going to now say opioid or opioids, heroin, those types of things, and then disappear and go, well, that means marijuana. That's yeah. what, that's just factually wrong. It's legally correct under uh, the federal law. Legally, that is the correct statement, which is wrong, shockingly wrong, terribly wrong, like hurting us wrong. But that, that's, I think, part of the education, right? We have to teach these dumbasses that cannabis is not toxic, non-toxic, right? All these other things are toxic, like go through your liver and, and get flushed out and uh, uh, and hurts your body inevitably. Uh, cannabis, it clings. It loves your little fatty cells and hangs out and things, and you feel great with it. Like yeah, Your body is not recognizing it as if it is alcohol, cocaine, heroin, uh, some other drug which is also recognized as a poison by your body. Uh, for some reason, uh, your body is recognizing this cannabinoid as something to store in fat cells for regulation for later. It's for like some reason. Yeah, it, again, it's a, it's a natural product, like, and I always, and it's like beating a dead horse, but scurvy. We learned the hard way that if you don't get vitamin C, you get scurvy, you know? And so if your body doesn't get THC, you get fucked up law enforcement. Fucked up law enforcement. You also get a, a whole cavalcade of uh, treatments that the pharmaceutical industry is not all that great at treating uh, for chronic conditions that are probably caused by endocannabinoid disruption. Not that we're allowed to study this disease or, or even system. Uh, and, and as a result, who suffers? You, me, the people, everybody who benefits law enforcement, pharmaceutical companies. Exactly. There's so much misinformation that people are... <laughs> You know, that's the thing about law enforcement, right? Like, I am not an ACAB. I, I, I like cops. I, I have nice things. I want my, my kids to, to be protected and, and stuff like that. Like, they there's better shit and other shit to worry about. And, and, and legalization, the prohibition hurts our society. Like, like we are. It undermines trust in law enforcement. That's what it does. Cannabis prohibition undermines trust in law enforcement. Exactly. It's, it's, it's you know, the other day uh, I was thinking uh, I had uh, smoked a little bit and uh, I was on my way home and I, I was right next to a cop right next to me at the light. First, I tensed up a little bit, but then I realized well, there's no reason for this guy to even like suspect me or, or do anything like like that went away real quick. Opposed to 10, 15 years ago or out of state, anywhere out of the state. My ass buckers when I have a cop around me. Yep. But this guy, this Senator Roach, I'm sorry, Representative Spencer Roach. I saw Spencer and I thought it was Senator. Representative Spencer Roach. Uh, he says, 15 years ago, when we look at the opioid crisis, that's what we were seeing. This kind of doctor shopping, drug seeking behavior. We not only have a responsibility to act now, but an opportunity to act before it's too late. I would like to direct Spencer Roach to hash and its 4,000 plus year history. Uh, but uh, other than that, he says that this bill is going to restrict the THC levels of medical marijuana products to 10% for whole flour and 60% for other products while limiting patients to 1,500 milligrams of THC every 35 days. Based on no freaking science whatsoever. You know, this dumbass. He doesn't even know why they have the doctor shop because most doctors are not putting out cannabis prescriptions because they put their their license at risk. Like this is another ridiculous argument about why we should save the children 
we didn't save ourselves from ourselves. This is ridiculous. Again, like you said, hash. Right. No. And then Roach, Roach goes on to conflate. These are apples, oranges. And this isn't even apples, oranges. This is more like apples, staplers, comparisons. Well, they're not even close. You know, he's yeah. like, Roach says, I mean, we're talking about 10 million milligrams over a 70 day period. That's 704, no, 780 bottles of 24 count aspirin. All right. First off, no. Second, uh, you have now said you're going to have a 24 count bottle of aspirin. Who buys a bottle of aspirin with 24 aspirins in it? What are you doing? Going out for a weekend? You know, it's survival aspirin. And then, so the only reason he said the 24 was so that he can multiply that number and say 780. And so this is which, what I, how I would look at him. If I saw him, I would be like, you should know better. You should Dude, but, know better. Worst medical advice, though. I mean, aspirin will fucking kill you if you take a lot. Like, I have yet. I'm trying really hard to OD on cannabis. Aspirin, aspirin may cause some stomach bleeding, but like, it's the Tylenol that can actually kill you. Hmm. And so Tylenol can cause the liver failure. Okay. Uh, at least he didn't give us that because, like, he could have said that's 780 bottles of 24 count Tylenol. Maybe he didn't get permission from the Tylenol people to use that uh, bullshit. But yeah, whatever. Because, because you know, this 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 ban on on medical cannabis having 10 percent uh, or more THC, that's gonna save the children right there because the children are only buying medical cannabis. <laughs> That's a good one too. Oh my god! But no, that's like they aren't. Can you regulate? Can you tell the drug dealers that they're not allowed to grow more than ten percent THC? Because that's how the bill should be written. Uh, I mean, the, the, so the bill was passed through its first committee with a party line vote, but at least two Republicans expressed serious concerns with the THC cap, saying it sounded too close to lawmakers playing doctor. Thank God, at least somebody spoke some yeah. reasonableness. Is that lawmakers playing doctor when it comes to a woman's body we want lawmakers playing doctor when it comes to our body and what we put into it what is a drug how i can have a drug uh all those types of things but i'm wondering if it's the sun that does this to these people because you know california is starting to turn into florida because uh, Einstein says, should marijuana legalization limit THC? Probably not, but it's happening, supposedly. Senator Dianne Feinstein? Yeah, and Senator John Corn of Texas, who jointly chair the Senate Caucus on International Narcotics Control, released a report in which they proposed various regulations of legal cannabis to protect public health and safety. Oh, I'm glad there's a federal police power now, it seems like. But among these is a call for a National Institute of Health. Remember that one institute that, like, says cannabis is heroin? That one. To intensify its research on short- and long-term impacts associated with high-potency cannabis and to make a recommendation jointly with the Food and Drug Administration as to whether states should cap the potency of products that may be sold. Again, okay. 15 legal federal patients at one time. Uh, yeah, but their stuff was capped at 3.5%. It's just that it still ignores the fact that hash has existed for thousands of years. Yeah. And keef has existed for thousands of years. I put some uh, some keef on my, my pipe earlier when it was 420 somewhere. And um, I'm fine. Again, like you can't. You can't get any more concentrated than that when you're taking the trichromes, no, nor should you, nor are you trying to like sit there and get at the Everclear. Like, I don't want necessarily cannabis distillate because that cannabis distillate's not going to have the, the entourage profile that I'm going for. You know, it's going to have too much of the THC and not enough of the terpene profiles or maybe some CBD or some other lesser, lesser cannabinoids in there to kind of smoothen out the experience. Public health and safety. I mean, I'm tired of being protected for myself. I am tired of this bullshit, like arbitrary. Non- yeah. Public health and safety. I get coronavirus. That's affecting the public health. You know, that stuff can go from one person to another. I'm going to have to pass this this chillum to somebody else. And I'm not doing that much right now because of coronavirus. But um, where is the public health and safety risk? I, I can yeah. see benefits. Like, I'm, I'm getting the benefits now. It's one of the nice things about living in Illinois. 
No, it's the the law is the public safety and health issue, right? Like the the law, the fact that uh, uh, we are incarcerating kids and we are going after people that that's the public self and hate and then access yeah. access no, the safe the access that poor kid. And then there was there's more uh, data that comes out. And who's the people that are getting arrested for cannabis? The black and brown kids. So think about them. Think about all the dangerous, deleterious impacts that the legality of this plant is putting on them when they get caught with it, especially yeah. when they're young for the rest of their lives. All right. And they still do it. And not only do they still do it. They have schmucks that are running states in this country that are saying that we're going to stop it, that it kills kids. In, in, in the states that have reformed uh, their prohibition, their, their, you know, legalized it, you know, their enforcement, they're for the better. Every single, even our nation's capital, that, you know, the, the law enforcement and the relationships are always for the better. I haven't heard of any, like... Oh, now the, the raids have increased because more people are walking around like zombies through the city or attacking dominoes. I, you know, where's the freaking horror stories? Right. You know, it, it just the horror stories are like children are getting new parks and uh, schools built in Colorado. Like, uh, I don't have that that newspaper article on me anymore, but our schools in Peoria, Illinois, got six hundred thousand dollars from the taxes. Nice. Sweet. You know, we didn't have that before. That's going to help those children. Oh, and and there's fewer people selling cannabis on the street because uh, you can go buy it uh, now, which is nice. This is like capping the vitamins on tomatoes. You know what I mean? It's like you can only have so much health. Right. For, for yeah. Think about that. Like if they said like, oh, my gosh, you have too much. Uh, T- uh, no, not THC. You have too much vitamin C in this orange. Send it back. We're going to tax this orange based on its vitamin C level. Too healthy. We can't have that. And you and here's the here's the other thing. Here, right? So we got Florida, we got California, we got these jackasses in the, the committee that are all talking about limiting. And then we have uh Virginia who's just thinking, hey, we should probably speed this thing up. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should actually have because this has been a very somber episode of cannabis legalization news, and there's so many people hanging out. So, so thanks so much, and you know, give us some thumbs ups and, and share this with people, and be like, you guys should check these people out because we're trying to legalize the plant. But uh, yeah, some good news out of Virginia. Governor Northam considers speeding up legalization of marijuana in Virginia. You think it was social justice or cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching? I don't know. Do you think I could find a filter for slow motion, though? Because if there ever is a a need for a slow motion filter, it would be the legalization of Virginia, which does not go into effect until 2024. Yeah. Lawmakers are working with Governor Ralph Northern's office to consider speeding up the legalization of marijuana by years, possibly by making possession legal as soon as July 1st instead of January 1st. 2024. Holy crap, that's fast. Yeah. 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 Instead of 2024, they're going to speed it up and then it's going to be in 2021. I think they're trying to uh, make the uh, possession legal date as July 1st of this year. So don't forget, if you're in Virginia, don't don't be in the slow motion. Go call your elected officials at the state level, both chambers, because you're not in weirdo Nebraska that only has the unicamera chamber, chamber uh, and, and tell them that they need to speed it up. I mean, they probably saw like Washington State survived uh, w- with the pandemic, uh, the second largest crop, you know, w- w- for the uh, revenue. Uh, you guys, I think, brought in like ten hundred million so far or some shit. Like, there's a retarded oh, there amount, a, of- almost a billion in sales, but then like the taxes are different. It was a combined mm. uh, uh, cannabis sales for medical and also adult use, but there was a lot. They like they only anticipated their R three program getting about twenty million dollars, and it actually got like thirty one. And so it was over. It was overestimate. So like we were, we sold a lot. But you know what? And also, if you think about it too, I'm thinking, okay, there's obviously the, the one metric of the actual revenue that's brought in. But what about like also the? This is something that can never be figured out because no cop ever like clocked this in. But the amount of time devoted to arresting people like for cannabis, like for how much time was been saved in money and uh, 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 in all our legal states, like how much uh, focus now goes on to real crime? You know, that's that's, that's got to be a huge metric. Yeah. 
but that's the thing. Like, it's not a real crime. It's not. It, it's it's not a crime. I mean, that's the thing. It's anything cannabis related is not a crime in my world. Like, that's why the activism has always been easy for me. Like, I understand. I understand criminalizing it while you're you're operating a motor vehicle. I understand that. Uh, and that's a regulation. So, like, if they want to make that a crime, fine. But uh, if they yeah. want to make it a crime for you to have a joint while you're sitting on the couch watching Netflix, no, that's not a crime. Well, and, and, you know, the, I can't wait to when we talk to Tommy Chong because one of my favorite uh, examples of like large amounts of personal possessions is a story by him where when he had raided for his bong store, uh, you know, the DEA were going through all shit and found pounds of marijuana in his cupboard. And they're like, you got what? Well, why? He's all, I don't know. You have a pound of sugar at your house. What? what you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like that's how it used to be when uh, when it was medical here. Like uh, I could afford to have a lot all the time, right? I, I used to buy by the ounce, and it would it was good and it was large because there was a fair market and all blah blah blah. But and then that's what this 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 Budco stuff because they're from the old medical times. And it reminds me, I'm like, oh man, I forgot what good weed was like. Like really good weed that was always in my possession. Uh, I mean, I I, got, I I'm still smoking better than what most people are on any other day because good mids out here are great. But you guys have, I mean, like you have the industry and the stuff and you have enough growers and operators that you can have a wide assortment of products so that the wide assortment of people that are purchasing the products can find what's right for them, yeah. which is fantastic. And then, of course, you always should have that type of top shelf product that's out there where you can have like the trophy cuts and then the best, uh, you know, the stuff that was, you know, hand trimmed, taken care of completely through the supply chain. Uh, and, and you have a great chain of custody on it. So the product, like good weed that's been cured right, tastes oh, way better. Like way so, better. Yeah. And it hits like the lungs. It just, it's breathing oxygen to me. You know, like some plant, you can tell like it wasn't purged right. You're like, <laughs> and then, but the good one. Some plants you can't purge that well because, like, if you're trying to grow uh, in water uh, or aeroponics, it's more difficult to flush your plants. Now, if you're mm. growing uh, soil-based, and like I'm, I'm kind of biased towards soil-based growing because I like weed that tastes good. And so, if you want to make weed that tastes good, you know, show me weed that tastes good that wasn't grown in soil. Yeah, and and I think you have a great point. With the uh, we have such a variety of growers and stuff that you can find that one grower with a great price point and the, the quality that you like and, and accept. You know that, and that's the thing. Like I, I've always thought, like with legalization, just make it legal. And now for the market, you have to require testing, right? And you know, we all know like pesticides are bad and all this other shit. Like I would rather have an organic, like uh, you know, bugs being used for uh, insects sides and all this whatnot but the thing is if you you just get it tested and put it out there people will buy shitty weed shitty whatever quality product because people smoke cigarettes do it things they're gonna look at the price and look at the thc yeah for the most part end of list now like i'm not gonna do that like i'm gonna like preferably i'm not gonna see a list of its thc or or even its terp profile and i'm gonna i like to buy like that's 31 flavors you know it'd be great if you could taste them as well not necessarily can but i like to buy like you know where you get to see it and maybe smell it and so you can see it in the jar and be like man what is that one right there and then they'll tell you and you'll be like oh i haven't heard of that genetic uh, can i can i give that a smell holy crap what the heck is the terp profile on that and then that's how i will get stuff and then i'll find out it was only like 17 percent thc but it was an amazing experience that was yeah. a point break strain it was a good mm. strength purpley and um well flavored well grown well cured you know it was that's that's what buying weed should be where you can have this experience of like um, smelling it asking like what you're trying to go for like why why are you using this cannabis like what's yeah. your activity for this because like that's the thing you know you can have cannabis for the activity you just don't have regular wheat I mean, that was like 20 years ago. You just have regular wheat. But yeah. now you can have weed for a particular activity, for a particular flavor, for a particular experience. No, no, totally. I mean, that's the great thing about cannabis. But like – and also uh, like you are saying how it just uh, – the, the profiles um, – 
and you know with that meme that I shared where the winky face hemp is not marijuana, right? So like I don't know if you saw the 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 the, the most recent chronic taste test I did with Josh, right? Where I, I smoked my first hemp uh, Delta Eight one, and I felt really lightheaded and really good, like a good, yeah, chill vibe, which you know you would expect from cannabis, right? Because it's not about the TC; it's about the cannabinoids and the terpenes. And because right after that, we smoked some flour, and that was the most horrible flour I ever had, which I was kind of sad about. Like, I never met a plant that I didn't like, and it tasted like smoking a seed. And I'm like, how is the hemp better than the the marijuana, technically? But in the end, they're all cannabis, and 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 you know, well, it, was, it was a great experience. You're going to have some really well-grown hemp flower. There's some good, there's some excellent growers and there's some excellent cure in. So there's some great stuff. And then they're spinning this D8 from like a lot of the um, uh, stock, what do they call that? Biomass that was extracted by the CB, for the CBD. And then the leaders of CBD aren't moving. So they turn it into a Delta 8. They spray the, the tasty flowers. And so those tasty flowers that might have been moving for like $400 a pound are now moving substantially higher than that. And and then not only that, now you have Delta 8 flower, which means that you don't have to worry about these vape cartridges bans. People can have an entourage effect with it. And Delta 8 is not Delta 9. And I mean, it's not. You try it. Uh, and you'll see it's just a, a more chill uh, kind of an experience. And so that you're going to be blending it with a CBD flower that uh, I should buy some Delta 8 flower. Actually, actually, uh, some of my clients should mail me some Delta 8 flower. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it doesn't have the same aromas and everything as 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 weed, but they're cousins. <laughs> and they're exactly the same plant. They're exactly the same plant. It's just that they're just different types of of the same plant. And so, like, you would have like a class one, which would be a THC cultivar, uh, and then you'd have like a class three, which would be your CBD cultivar. And then there's even class fours now, and there's probably gonna be more classes depending on the other uh, lesser cannabinoids that they find out. But you know, hey, that's one of the cool things that we're gonna see here next year, the 2022 Farm Bill. I wonder what they're gonna define hemp as in the future. Oh, no, it's exciting times, man. I think this whole year, this whole administration is going to be exciting here for everything. Yeah. Yeah. And we just have to keep uh, up the fight to uh, educate the people that are running uh, the the states where it's I mean, it just sounds like it really disconnected. I mean, it sounds just completely cut off from reality when I hear these types of things coming out of Nebraska or Tennessee or Florida. It, like, they don't even know what they're talking about, disconnected. Yeah, uh, well, it's the same people yelling about rigged election, so... <laughs> So they don't know what they're talking about. Hey, uh, if you guys want to give us some viewer mail, that would be awesome. And at the end of the show, we like to go over some viewer mail questions. So drop us a comment, not necessarily in the live comments, because there's like four million of those. But then if you drop us a regular comment on a question or you can go to our uh, community page and drop us a question there. Um, I might actually be able to. Oh, there it is. Uh, you can go to at Cannabis Industry Lawyer uh, on Instagram and drop us a question there. Or follow Mickey on Facebook. Well, actually, facebook.com backslash free THC. Yeah, there you go. For all of Mickey's uh, memes, the, the dank cannabis memes, it's it's two forms of dank memes. It's dank, dank memes. <laughs> on Facebook. That's sticky icky. That's sticky icky meme. Yeah. And so, what's uh, your mail? At Free the Plant said, uh, what strains are on your Mount Rushmore of wheat? Mine are Blue Dream, Grape Ape, Green Crap, basically anything high and piney. Thank you. Mm. And love the show. Um, <laughs> that one's tough. Like, you know, that one is tough. Because like, uh, there's the Florida Purple, uh, sometimes branded as Miami Punch by Revolution Genetics. Mm. Uh, that one is one of my faves. Um, and then uh, I, I do really like revolutions geneticist uh i like point Brank as well uh and then i'm a sucker for a good og kush uh love those ones and then um that's really it i mean that's those are the things that i really gravitate toward and then whatever else i, I might be growing you know right on yeah, I hope to get some growth going on. I need some seeds, anybody. Um, but I, I like the uh, – I got familiar with Blue Dream during the medical times out here in Washington. Like, that was the one plant I could smoke and be like, oh, all right, this is Blue Dream because, you know, a lot of people have that that, that bud, but I, I don't trust flavors and whatnot. But that's the one that, too, hit me home as well as a Dutch Treat. I really enjoy a good Dutch Treat. Yeah, um, I think I've had a Dutch Treat. I mean, I haven't had a Blue Dream in a while. Like, I, I just – 
there was so much of it going around like 10 years ago and it's, yeah. it's great. don't get me wrong like, I, I, and i like blueberry i like blueberry muffins i like purple weed uh but that berry taste uh, of the blue variety is just so like old school that now they have all these new flavors and i'm not talking like cereal milk or like you know peanut butter or anything like that with the chocolates and all that. But uh, the, the fruitiness of the flavors and, and the, the flavor effects that they have on it and, like, the colors and, and all these other things. But, man, I just got, like, some really cool AK-47 that was, like, crossed up with something. And that stuff uh, just is, is a, like, a blast from the past, like a really refreshing one, like a fairly skunky, um, loud kind of old-school varietal. Mm. Yeah. Well, and then this guy master I'm smoking right now is pretty fucking awesome. Yep. <laughs> What's the homework? Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe do some homework on that one. Um, yeah, there's no on the back of the thing. No, that's the thing. Like, there's so many hybrids and crosses that are out there. Yeah. it's kind of nice to know like where they came from. But then you just go to the Philos Galaxy and spend like an hour there. Well, I, again, I'm just more about the farms and the, and the grows. Like when I reached out to uh, Washington Buck, I, re- I reached out to three of my favorite growers, uh, uh, Washington Buck Co., Trailblazing, and uh, Mad Mark. And because uh, I'm trying to put a, us, me in a position where, you know, when you do a review, you don't want to be obligated to anything cannabis related, right? So I'm trying to just promote the good weed, the good stuff, you know, without like making that my have to be part of my deal. You know what I mean? I don't know if that helps. Or- Watch any YouTube channel progression. As as they get more subscribers, they sell out so well that you don't even notice. Yeah. And eventually every video is brought to you by Squarespace. So we <laughs> think our sponsor Squarespace totally is the best, easiest way to make a website. I'm sorry, not a sponsor. Oh. Hey, while you're surfing porn, use uh, NordVPN. <laughs> Don't let them know where you're at. Oh, my gosh. Do you think we get a VPN server or do you think that the, the, the cat um, uh, filter is just going to be off-putting? They're like, well, I thought maybe we should sponsor that one uh, podcast about cannabis policy. But then I saw that that lawyer was a cat on there. Um, we're a family company. <laughs> Families yeah. like cats. I am not above saying but up bum bum at the end of this fucking show. Though. I'm just saying though right now. I wish McDonald's was not a sponsor, but only because I I, I don't eat a McDonald's. Uh, you're a vegan. I feel you. I'll take one for the team. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for Cannabis Legalization News. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Before we go, who was it? Jay Phoenix threw us five bucks. Thanks. I think twice. Twice. Nice. Ten bucks? Oh. Last, last month we made like 100 plus for cannabis prisoners. Uh, once again, half we get, it goes straight to cannabis prisoners' pockets in the commissary. So thank you guys so much. And thanks for tuning in. Make sure you like and subscribe to keep up with all cannabis legalization news. We'll see you on Wednesday for Tommy Chong. It's going to be dope. <laughs> Later. <laughs>